Hello, kings and queens. It is another A Seat at the Table podcast with your boy Lawrence Green. And I'm sitting here with two phenomenal females with me today at the table. I have Mo, aka Mo Digger, aka Mo Tudda, you Tudda, Maud. And y'all already know I got Brooke Majors. Y'all already know Majorly Love. And today, what we're going to be talking about, we got a whole lot of stuff that we're going to be talking to y'all about on today. Because a lot has been going on in the news with the new hashtag that's out. The hashtag Believe Her, hashtag Me Too that's been out for a minute. The whole case with Brett Kavanaugh and dr ford and i just want to i want to get into it i want to talk about some things from a male perspective and i got two strong women of god who are one's a feminist a christian feminist and ain't afraid to tell it and then another one is just ain't afraid to tell it like it is okay (laughs) like it ti is and i'm gonna bring the male perspective um on the table um but uh let me uh let them say hello to y'all real quick real quick Hey guys, um, it's your girl Mo Diggs. Um, I'm so excited to be on this podcast, guys. So we're going to get into some tangs, okay? Hey y'all, y'all know I'm glad to be here too, especially with Mo, because I love her so much. <laughs> and Lawrence, it's but it's okay. It's a table podcast. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. But we love you. Wow, this is like a low-key reunion since the, like, the, for the forgiveness one that we did a long time ago. On a convo with Mel, so you know it's gonna be lit. <laughs> um, so um, what I wanted to get into is, I felt like this was a crucial topic. We just gonna go right in, y'all. So I just felt like this was a crucial topic because, um, just from a male perspective, um, uh, I first I want to go into like this whole um story about this whole aspect of hashtag believe her and i think that it wasn't until i started working at one of my jobs in in college at vcu as a security officer for the residency dorms and they give us um, sensitivity training for culture um lg lgbtqia um you know, sexual assault, sexual harassment, title nine, all these different trainings and i remember um Listening to the training and listening to the lady talk and she said that there is a stigma around women being able to tell their stories about sexual assault and being able to um, tell their stories and that they're all they're often automatically viewed as liars. And for us to be able to break the stigma um, that women face in reference to being able to come and tell their stories is start to believe them. And um, I I have a personal story in which I had a friend of mine who um, got caught up in a case with a young with a young lady, and <clears throat> and I just remember just like him be, be just because assuming because he was a Christian, assuming because he was just simply because he said he didn't do it, I automatically believed him, and. Um, and after, you know, I would find out later that he actually did end up 
doing it and how just like betrayed that I felt and just like um, how how I had became a part of this system of where I made a a um, a survivor of sexual assault into a victim. I made her into a liar. I made her into um, a loose woman and um I became a part of the societal norm of where we degrade women for coming out and telling their story and speaking their truth about a situation and believing him Mm -hmm. over believing her. And so um, I just want to uh, just get you guys is just, you know, thoughts on just the, the just the, the current stigma now when it comes to women being able to come forward about their story and just like how we fall prey to just truly not believing them or why don't we believe them? Mm. Um, I, I know personally there's there's always especially when you. I don't know. I grew up around guys, so mm-hmm. I grew up believing guys. Like, yeah. I grew up like, oh, no, that's my bro. Like, yeah. bro, she probably lying. Like, yeah. she wanted that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up around guys, so I, I, I'm I, not a guy. So I don't have the complete mm-hmm. guy mentality, but I do understand, like, the, <laughs> like, the bro code. Mm-hmm. But I also have now, as an adult, come to terms with a situation that I was in where I felt like, wow, I was assaulted mm-hmm. but because i was like a gu- i was like you know i was trained to think like a guy like mm-hmm. it was just like oh no it's nothing it's nothing yeah. you know like or like because i you know um didn't like i didn't understand the exact like what was really going on in the moment mm-hmm. like i don't know i just feel like when you're i feel like adults don't do a good job of teaching consult because in times past, mm-hmm. it's been brushed off. Mm-hmm. You know, you cover for the uncle that's, you know, touching the nieces. You mm-hmm. cover for the pastor that's touching the little boys in the church. Mm-hmm. Like, you cover for all these people. When your daughter comes to you, you say it's her fault. Stop mm-hmm. wearing little skirts around the house. Mm-hmm. Like, this is stuff that we've been trained to kind of cover for. Mm-hmm. Especially, I, I know it's in all communities, but personally, being in the African community mm-hmm. and the African American community, mm-hmm. this is something where it's like, no, what what happens in this house stays in this house yeah. I don't know yeah. if you guys no. had that yeah. but that was like a thing in my house so it's like whatever happens in this house stays you don't take that out anywhere so I was trained to you know if something happens I don't take it out of this house I gotta deal with it I gotta handle it and so I think because of that because we're not used to women coming forward a lot of it seems to be um oh she's lying because mm-hmm. she like this this wasn't happening before, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like uh, people coming all coming all these women coming forward now. Why wasn't they coming forward before? But mm-hmm. it's because we like as women we're changing. Like we're like no, we're not gonna allow this to happen to our daughter. Like no, I'm not gonna allow this to happen to my little cousin mm-hmm. or my next door neighbor. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm just I cannot let this happen to anybody else. Um, I had another thought. I I really can't remember it. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Um. I was just going to say, I mean, obviously, uh, it's important to definitely address the topic of sexual assault and how in any way, shape or form, it's not right. Um, And I feel like obviously me being in the mental health field, um, there's been an incident where um, in grad school we were talking and one of the young ladies met somebody on Tinder and met them at a hotel and she was raped and dealing with the psychological aspect of it, like Mo was saying, the stigma of the young lady blamed herself like 
maybe maybe I gave the wrong signal. Maybe yeah. maybe I did something. Yeah, yeah. And so the average person looking at it would be like, oh, hello, fast self. Or, you know, it's like, what was you doing? Yeah, you shouldn't have never went to meet no stranger. It's like you say things that, like, common sense would say, but it's not it's not it discourages because yeah. it, it causes the individual to just, that's my, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. And it's important to address with sexual assault. Like no one should be touching you inappropriately. Yeah. No one should be raping you. Like, yeah. so we obviously do want to address that fact because, Oh, one, you want me to finish? Okay. So, um, and the young lady literally had to, she believed that it was her fault. And I feel like that's an, also an issue that is happening. So not only can women not go and tell their truth or tell their story, it's the fact that now they've internalized it. Mm-hmm. And then now they're struggling with even like accepting it and it coming to reality. And then that's where you have to go into like the whole mental health and counseling and why counseling is so important to help people that are trauma focused and everything like that because they're literally now trapped because now not only is society saying it's your fault it's your your fault you shouldn't have did this you shouldn't have been here but now you've internalized all that and now you don't know how to really live your life Mm -hmm. i was um i was just thinking about like prior to your point oh i always say this period about like uh, like people that have been sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. like never tell that person oh you shouldn't have like Mm -hmm. next time don't go on tinder like never i i hate that like oh you know what like if if a girl gets raped like i'm obviously gonna tell her next time you know maybe you shouldn't wear Mm -hmm. a short skirt but you know like Woo woo woo. It's like no, you don't you don't yeah. need to tell the person the victim anything. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't need to be telling her, Oh, don't wear a short skirt, oh don't do this, don't be on Tinder. It's like no it was careless fun. It was careless. Mm-hmm. And she was attacked mm-hmm. by someone who was in the wrong. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. Actually it kinda is here and there. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um I I think the I also think the stigma of us not believing women is mm-hmm. how excited men get when a girl actually is lying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the conversation where it's like, oh, it's a football player. Oh, she just wants money. Oh, that didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. And it, and guys are just like, oh, yeah, like we got her. Like she mm-hmm. was lying about the rape the whole time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dang, okay, well, like that doesn't take away from the millions of other oh, women. Yeah. yeah, who or the hundreds of other women who are being attacked. Like, I know guys harp so hard on like, yeah, but like some girls be lying. It's like, yeah. nah, chill. Like yeah. it's it's a really small amount of girls that really be out here lying compared to the large amount of girls that have been sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was saying earlier that like, like things happened to me where I didn't even know I was being sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And I also think that there is a point in where guys don't think that they're sexually assaulting someone. Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't even think what they're doing is assault yeah. because we're not trained what consent is. We're not yeah. trained. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But we always yeah. say that. On the- I said, you learn about that seven HR when you have a job. <laughs> exactly. But we be clicking straight through some of that stuff and it's not addressed, especially at, I'm, <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna, uh, but I, I think Mob brings a good point because I remember when I was going through some of my training and I was learning about sexual assault and sexual harassment, and they're doing it across boards. It's like male and female, the female hurting the male, the male hurting the female, male and male, woman and woman, woman and teacher. Like they're going over all bounds. And I remember watching it and I was just like, oh, dang. Mm. So I was like, I've been assaulted. 
I've been assaulting others. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been, you know, I've been saying the wrong things. I haven't kept my hands to myself. And I'm just like, Lord Jesus, like, you need to cover me because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, for real. And so I was just like, like, you really learn the truth of just like, of what it truly means of what consent is and like just all of that. And I think Kiki Palmer said, because I was, um, unless it at a young age and i remember kiki palmer she has said like uh kids molest kids yes absolutely yes 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 and it's just like you start to begin in that cycle that when kids are eyes are open to sexual things at such a young age it's not that they necessarily want to do it but it's a mimicking thing yeah. it's because it was done to me or because i've seen it now i want to practice it on somebody else yeah. and then we continue this cycle of different things and then we get into sex and then we get into pornography and then we get into masturbation and then now it's like the social cues are not there yeah. and we're 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 putting our hands on people and they didn't warn it they didn't ask for it or we think that's what they want because they're they're they they uh portray a certain energy or they portray a certain behavior so now we think it's okay for us to do that yeah no god and then another thing that mod had hit on is about the black community and i think for me i i didn't believe women as much it's because the constant narrative story that we heard in television and movies Mm -hmm. especially in african-american films where we see this or even just in history of black americans that we see this prominent black male Mm The woman trying to tear him down. And a woman, uh, a, 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 a white woman, most most of the time, tearing down either his success, his innocence, his family. And so I think because that narrative has been a part of our history for so long, I think that kind of makes it hard for us to even believe yeah. that yeah. believe women are telling the truth. Yeah, wow. I'm even thinking about, you know, Jim Crow, segregation. Mm-hmm. Like, these women were literally lying on black too. men. Yeah, Emmett Till just yeah. lying on black yeah. men. So you have, we do, especially if it's a white girl and a yeah. black guy, you're like, oh, he yeah. ain't do that. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, OJ, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He did it, y'all. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> like, you know, you you have that. I, 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 I didn't, I've never even thought about that. Like, I always get so frustrated when I think about it. But it is, it stems from that. It stems yeah. from our history where we have a history of, women falsely especially white women falsely accusing mm-hmm. black men mm-hmm. of um what they call it um falsely accusing black men of sexual assault now mm-hmm. then when we also have the history of back then nobody the black men was god to us as women mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like the history of when we're talking about you know jim crow segregation the black man was the leader of the house yeah, okay. so my daughter is not about to get the leader of the house caught up yeah. you get what i'm saying yeah. so like if i'm a mother in the in, in that time age and my daughter comes up to me and she says oh you know okay, yeah, you and my daughter comes she says oh uncle so-and-so hurt me i'm not about to ruin uncle so-and-so's family mm-hmm. he's the head of that household yeah. he is their god he is the leader of me i'm a woman you yeah. that submission thing you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i'm not about to get him caught up don't say anything to anyone we'll just keep you away from him do you yeah. get what i'm saying and it's like or don't say anything to any, or stop wearing short skirts in the house mm-hmm. so that's that also stems from our history yeah. where it comes from you know 
women seeing these men as God and, you know, women like older men making advances at younger women yeah. saying, oh, when she gets older, that's all me. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And, and us not taking it seriously yeah. as to like, oh, this youngin is looking at her now, like yeah. looking at her young self now and saying like, you, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So I think... Uh, a lot of it does stem from our history and it's i'm so excited that now at this time we are breaking down those walls we're breaking down those you know stigmas and people are getting exposed for things that way they were allowed to do and they're not allowed to do and people are getting um people are women are coming forward you know women are coming forward for things that hurt them things that happened ways they were offended you know so yeah that's what i think about that <clears throat> and yeah, like even with the kind of tying into the um, Brett Kavanaugh situation, it's like one again could look at it and be like, why she wait X amount of years or why she, you know, why, why you wait until my man's is trying to get sworn into the Supreme Court mm-hmm. to want to expose people. So, you know, it's like there's always like a hidden motive or a hidden agenda. Um, and I, I don't know, like I feel like because it's insensitive to be like. Well, there's a there's a because I'm in the mental health field, um, there's really no set timing of when someone is like brave enough to speak on their story because it's such it's a traumatic thing. Um, And just kind of how we were talking about like triggers and stuff. And so I was just like, you know, in my mind, of course, you're just like, dang, like mommy is about to go to Supreme Court. Like, why all these years later is it now being reported? But then it's like you got to take a step back it's reported like you know like yeah. at the end of the day it it's said reported. it's reported and because people are can be insensitive or just like just dumb yeah just dumb you know what i'm saying like just lacking empathy and lacking you know sympathy it's just like everybody just wants to view it how they do it but i know for sure if you were that person you wouldn't want anybody saying that about you. You would be like, no, this is the story, whether you believe me or not. Like I'm speaking out about it in this time and other, even like the Bill Cosby, like people want to come forward or who was another person that people was putting on blast saying, maybe was it Bill Cosby? It was, wait, definitely was Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah. And and like all the, yeah, yeah. And all these people started coming out and again, it's like, oh, they're, here they go. They come up for the black man, you know? And then now you got my man's going into the Supreme court and it's like, you're still bringing it to light. And I feel like, you know, if you have that ignorance and not to, you know, come for nobody, but just that term to sit there and be like, well, she should have said something years later. It's like, but when you're actually dealing with trauma or whatever, like you can never dictate timing. And that's just being in the mental health field, understanding that sometimes people, it takes years to come out about it, you know? And sometimes it just takes a good one to encourage you to be like, you know what? I can say it too. But I feel like society has lacked, um, like not I guess like patience like I don't want to hear like if it's not my time like worth my time like I don't want to hear it and then you end up suppressed like you know you end up now pushing women back to a place where I can't speak out because nobody's gonna listen or nobody but it takes that persistence to really still step out and be like no this is my truth this is what happened Mm -hmm. and we gotta go to court then we go take it to court Mm -hmm. you know however they find it the findings whether it's 50 years or a year or six months but again it happened and you can't be insensitive to that and i think the problem too is that they tried to um ride do um 
pursue a political agenda on the back of Dr. Ford on her case. Yeah. And I think that's why it took the, the empathy part of it mm-hmm. out of it for some people mm-hmm. is because they knew they were simply just trying to stop what the Republicans and Trump were trying to do, which mm-hmm. was get Kavanaugh, a conservative judge mm-hmm. on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um, I even think about the tra- like just trauma and not being able to you know and not saying it when when you did say it you know what i'm saying i think about our situation i think i talked to you about this with you know coming out of that church that we came mm-hmm. out of i think about the pastor mm-hmm. that was in it now i'm not going to everyone saying oh i was in a cult i was in a cult i was mm-hmm. in a cult right but if i ever saw him running for president i yeah. would literally scream to the top of my lungs to yeah. every and anyone that would hear this was the leader of a cult. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And why? Because, I don't know, I just feel like now I'm just, you know, he's just living his life. I don't want to cause any trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he may he may not even go to jail for something like that. Mm-hmm. But I know if there comes a time where I see this person climbing ladders, climbing yeah. ladders, becoming in a, per- a place of where he has authority mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like this was the leader of an occult mm-hmm. like do not you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i also think about that when it comes to dr ford's situation where she was one of course ignoring the trauma mm-hmm. two it's just like you know what like we were children like i'm just gonna let it go yeah. but then you see this person rising and rising and this person has can make decisions now yeah. on even your children yeah. and you're just like oh no this person does not need to be in a position of power this is what he did when he was younger mm-hmm. like you know period and that's just what it is like that's just what it yeah. is like i don't know i just feel like sometimes we're not um good at i feel like sometimes we don't try to put ourselves in the other people's position and mm-hmm. you know watching the um watching the the uh hearings was so mm-hmm. painful because i was like dang these men these you know the people on the republic the republican men some of them were acting as if nothing had happened to them ever in their life like mm-hmm. nothing no trauma nothing had ever happened to them and it's just so frustrating because you know as women i you know i walk to the gym the gym's right behind my house but i literally check my back i'm checking yeah. my back Lawrence, I'm sure when you go out running at night, you can run freely without thinking anybody's going to come and mug you or rape you or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going literally to my car and I'm like, I'm like running there fast because I'm like, what if somebody comes and attacks Mm -hmm. me? You know what I'm saying? And I live in a nice neighborhood. Mm -hmm. White people run around with their dogs. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. But I'm still fearful of somebody coming and grabbing me or, you know, attacking me because Mm -hmm. why? I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. And people still act like that's not a reality. Yeah. And just to piggyback off of just even the trauma aspect, um, I remember that it was it wouldn't be till I was in almost near high school and I was sitting in church and um, wanting to get up and praise God. And the trauma of my molestation of when I was a child came back to me so vividly. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we we really don't consider, I think people really don't know the psycho, psychological backing of different things that can happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's uh, 100% possible for Dr. Ford to not fully remember everything about oh, the event, yeah. but to but certain pieces yeah. to 
be triggered into her memory. And I think it's 100% possible for Kavanaugh to probably not even remember the incident. Mm-hmm. To be another frat boy or another yeah. party boy drinking another drink, sleeping with another woman, not knowing the social cues, not understanding what's really fully going on, but just in the, the hype of the moment. Yeah. And that's a, t- that's a toxic environment. Yeah. That's a very, uh, very, very, very toxic environment. And just even like what um, I was saying about watching the hearing, like I was very um, standoffish about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't get too invested because it reminded me of the case with Miss Anita Hill. Mm -hmm. And when Miss Anita Hill did the exact same thing where she had went against Clarence Thomas, another uh, judge that was coming on the Supreme Court, and she sat there and put all her business out and they defamed her and they talked about her and they, you know, did whatever they did. And Clarence still got the seat on the Supreme Court. And I remember talking about it with one of my patients and he's like, I remember that. (laughs) He was like, he's like, he's like, he remembers that case. And he's like, that's probably what's going to happen with this one. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't want to, I didn't want to automatically assume that I was like, well, maybe, maybe because Dr. Ford is white, maybe this time that maybe this time it'll matter. Maybe this, time they will um they they'll view it in a different way but as we can see that that was still not the case and i i a little bit a little bit in me was like i'm kind of glad that it turned away out that it turned out because then it's like they got to see that it's not just a black woman thing and it's not just a white woman thing but it's a whole woman issue because if for me if she would have if if he would have not gotten selected Mm -hmm. then it's kind of like I felt like, although Anita paid the way, it kind of was like, well, what, like, yet again, black women would be overlooked, look, bottom of the toilet poem, overlooked, and just, you know, uncared for. Mm -hmm. And so now it's kind of like, okay, now we see that both of these women who put themselves out there for their stories and to tell their stories and to address these things with these men. And I think now we have Anita and we have Dr. Ford continuing to pave the way for women to be able to express their stories, tell their stories, talk about sexual assault, no matter who the man is. I don't care if he's going for the Supreme Court justice or the manager position at the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Tell your story. Yeah. You know, speak out. Don't don't be ashamed. And the sooner, the better. Mm-hmm. Because then it, it, it leaves for all of this wiggle room for him to, you know, get away with whatever he's whatever he did to you. Mm-hmm. Or she. Yeah, and I wanted to say for, and obviously I know the topic is the hashtag believe her, but I wanted to say that I know like the issue obviously is important for both male and female, men and women. Um, But just looking at this instance, if you're speaking from the woman's perspective, um, just the idea that came to me is just there are now support groups. There are um, counseling centers, counseling groups um, that are trauma focused and, you know, sexual assault, there's, you know, domestic violence centers, you know, there, yeah. there are outlets, you know, for people. And the last thing just coming from that mental health um, perspective in the field is that there are uh, basically like escape ways, you know, for women to go to, and you don't have to feel like you're holding on to this deep dark secret which i know when you're going through it you feel trapped you feel like your whole world is upside down and flipped but 
there are people that want to hear your story. There are people that want you to heal. There are people that want you um, to bring justice, you know, and to provide the support necessary. Because I know sometimes you see on like TV and movies, they'll be like, oh, well, 99 cases of sexual assault are reported by women and the police never go through with it, you know, and I think it's just that constant push to where, you know, you you push and you fight the system um, to, you know, try to get justice. But I I did think that, you know, at first, you know, wanting to think from the perspective of, well, such and such should have been reported. Why not now? And I think the one issue that I did have um, and not even an issue, just thought food for thought was you see people when it becomes a social trend, you know, so hashtag believe her Kavanaugh Supreme Court, like then everybody wants to add, you know, their two cents or if you say something you offend someone and now that's the time people want to bring out well I was you know it's like I was assaulted and then you're you're sitting here like oh dang like you know how and I think it's just finding a middle ground to hear someone's story and to and then to respond with you know love or resources or just understanding because especially if you're someone who's never been you know sexually assaulted to any level on the spectrum um you you might not never understand but i think that you know for individuals that have been assaulted and then now want to come out and speak on it because there's a, it, it is to me sometimes it makes it makes it look bad and that's why society has that stigma mm-hmm. because it's like well if you've been assaulted why didn't you say anything before but then it's like you can't just be like, hey, y'all, by the way, like, you know, so yeah. I think there needs to be a um, it becomes an open space. Like it becomes I think I do see the fault with the hashtags where everybody's yeah. coming out. Yeah. But I do see right. the pro of it where it does become an open space and you do feel the sisterhood. And yeah. you know what? Like like you get that push, that encouragement yeah. that you need, because sometimes you just need to hear that somebody else went through it. And then you're exactly. like, you feel comfortable like, hey, I went through that same exact mm-hmm. thing. And so like, like I said, some people don't know that they exactly. were assaulted. So seeing exactly. that someone that's like reading someone else's story can trigger it. Uh-huh. And then it's like, wow. dang, I was, whoa, I was assaulted. Mm-hmm. So I do see like the cons of it where it's yeah. like now it's a trend and yeah. it's like, you know, it's kind of like, eh. But I love it a lot because I feel like, one, it's an open space. And then, two, um, what is my second thought? It's an open space. And then, two, it's bringing awareness. So, Mm -hmm. like, everyone is seeing it everyone is aware everyone it's in your face you have to address it you have to talk about it you have to have podcasts youtube videos conversations Mm -hmm. about it because now it was something that was oh whatever happens in this house stays in this house now it's like no it's on twitter we're talking about it let's talk about it you know people's families are seeing these things people's friends are seeing these things it's not just us strangers you know it's the person that actually assaulted them is seeing this so you know it's I don't know. I think I think it's bringing awareness and it's um open space. Yeah, no, and that's and that's what makes sense and I feel like for individuals that have gone through it kind of be more like, you know, consistent you know with it to mm-hmm. go join like, you know, not just when it's a follow time. Yeah, follow through because it's like it's just kind of like nobody is trying to like be rude, but it's yeah. just like you. Everybody got their own perspective, their own yeah. world, how they how they view and frame the world. Yeah. So you know, a person that could be like, "Oh, this person only saying something. Shut up!" Like you know, but it's yeah. like, no, if this something happened to you, like then you be follow through and you yeah. be active. I shouldn't have to find out that you. Granted, it's not a topic that you're just like, "Hey, I was sexually assaulted today," so you know you're not gonna bring it up like that. But yeah. it shouldn't have to find out through something like that, or because now you're getting in a debacle with someone because you disagree because you were the one that was a victim. Well, I'm. Not 
not going to know because I never know this about you, but then follow through. Like, I want to be able to know these people's stories and like, hey, like you're encouraging other women or support groups, like just to bring that awareness, like you said, to follow through. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong. There's a pro and con, but like, keep it going. Yeah. You know, versus just like a Bill Cosby hashtag or a Mm -hmm. Kavanaugh hashtag and now Supreme Court, you know, keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. You don't got to do it every day, but just something to where it's like, yeah, this is something I'm part of support. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why I have so much respect for Ma when it comes to the um, Christian feminists. Mm -hmm. Um like that you have towards it and the respect that you have for it. And I never really understood the first, cause it was a, I mean, to me, I perceived that I feel like Ma wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. And then it just it seemed like, well, maybe she just still church hurt from everything that we went through. Mm-hmm. But I mean, listening to your podcast and you being open about some of your stories and some of the things that you experienced, it had, it caused me to have to take a step back and be like, no, wow, she knows because she's experienced it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're allowing the experience to validate your voice. Mm-hmm. It's I'm going to continue. I'm going to speak out. I'm going to talk about it and address it to give other women an open mm-hmm. space and yeah. to bring awareness about it yeah. not that I'm I'm all torn up inside about it or yeah. that I'm coming from a place of hurt yeah. but I'm coming yeah. from a place of he- right mm-hmm. I'm coming from a place of healing to empower somebody else mm-hmm. but it's too because people people don't want to talk about what's uncomfortable yeah so half the time you as it's assumed you hurt or you or there's some hidden message when it's like no i'm perfectly whole yeah. and i'm healed and mm-hmm. i'm addressing i'm gonna expose it yeah yeah I, you know and this is just a shameless plug the convo with mo podcast so is all about having conversations you know that are worth having and you know really addressing the things that are you know not discussed and church i feel like the church Mm -hmm. church itself is an open space to be yourself and who Mm -hmm. god created you to be and when that is taken away from you the ability to open your mouth and speak and you know serve your god like or you know the ability to confess your faults or Mm -hmm. the ability to um you know just just be yourself and be whole that is like a right taken away from you that god has given you Mm -hmm. that man is trying to take away so that's why i'm super super for the Christian feminist movement because I feel like there are women in the church who, you know, I've watched it. And you, yeah. like you said, it's not coming from a place of hurt. It's coming from a place of this needs to change. Mm-hmm. This should not be like this ever again, like ever. And I, you know, for as long as I live, for as long as, you know, I have children, for as long as I am a woman on this earth, you know, I will forever um, be encouraging having those, you know, conversations in your church and really moving forward and teaching consent to young men and having mm-hmm. these conversations with younger men because people always bash the feminist movement because of some of the things that it stands for. But like a lot of the things that it stands for, y- your pastor isn't talking about, you mm-hmm. know, and help me understand, like you don't, people don't care to understand what it is because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like why are women sticking up for themselves? Why are women what women's rights they already have all these rights when not knowing that it was women's rights that gave us the ability to vote because yeah. it was um man had the the black man had the ability to vote before the black woman had mm-hmm. the ability to vote do you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like we had to fight for our right to vote so i don't know i just feel like you know you know black men got land we did, women didn't get land you know what i'm saying like women we didn't even have jobs you know what i'm saying so like i feel like you know 
I'm losing my train of thought, but we do need to fight for our rights because there were t- there were times that we didn't have rights. And so it is the women's suffrage movement, the feminist movement that's giving us these rights and is giving us the open space to have conversations mm-hmm. like this and address assault and sexual, you know, um, rape and things like that. Okay, and then I just want to discuss one last thing before we close out. And just the, from a, I guess a male perspective and just from the, from a Kavanaugh perspective, like what is the balance between um, facing the consequences of Kavanaugh's actions and the redemption of Kavanaugh? And what I mean by that is that um, from looking at it from two sides of whether um, they went through the case, they did the FBI thing, and it was like, okay, Kavanaugh was found guilty of whatever he did with Dr. Ford, and, you know, he goes to jail about it. Or, you know, everything played out how it played out. And, you know, maybe he did do whatever he did in the past. But moving forward now in his new life, you know, and he can he has people that can account for his good behavior, that can account for this changed behavior, that can account for the the, not the same Kavanaugh that they knew that was always drunk and always, you know, doing all those different things. So is there... um, I guess not just even for Kavanaugh, but for the predator, is there room for redemption um, for the offender? I, I, this is how I feel about stuff like that, right? You know, what's crazy is that what's done in the dark is always going to come to light. So let's say you do something back in the day and you don't confess your faults, or when you're approached with it, you deny it. I feel like the problem with Kavanaugh was that. He was approached with his situation and he says he doesn't remember or he says, no, it didn't happen, period. Like, I'm sorry if you got raped, but it wasn't me. And instead of being like, I'm sorry, I don't remember this, but it, you know, it very well could have been me Mm -hmm. because that's how I was in the past and own it, own your mistakes. I did do this. The problem with a lot of these sexual predators are I, they are not owning the mistake. Mm -hmm. That is what is like so heartbreaking and gut-wrenching to the Mm -hmm. victim is when you deny it now if you accept it there's room for me to forgive you Mm -hmm. but if you're gonna deny it and say you don't know you don't remember that didn't happen then it's what is it bringing more trauma to me as a victim because in in that moment i am questioning my own trauma i'm questioning my own self am i a liar did i make this up Mm -hmm. but if if someone is to own it let's say bill cosby was like or let me not use Bill Cosby because, you know what I'm saying, let me say some random guy assaults me and time there's a time that comes where I say, you assaulted me and you know what, like, I, you know, I was very hurt by this and they say, no, I didn't assault you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what I did. And it's like, no, this is what I perceived it as. Like, this is what it was for me. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was assaulted by you. It's just like, nah. How can that person be redeemed? You know what I'm saying? You know, even with us as Christians, redemption comes from when we are... Obviously, redemption is freely given, but we we are redeemed when we confess our faults to God. We go to the throne of the Father. We're like, Lord, mm-hmm. forgive me. This mm-hmm. is what I've done. I've da-da-da-da. 
my son, you're forgiven. Like you are mm-hmm. already forgiven. Like it's okay. Like mm-hmm. you know what? Like because we we do we assault God. We do things against God that is unruly. Mm-hmm. And He's like, you know what? Because you have come to me, you are forgiven. Like mm-hmm. because you have, you know, you have confessed your faults, you are forgiven. You're you've been forgiven. But if you are not owning up to your mistakes, you don't give room for the person who was attacked to redeem to because the redemption doesn't come from society. It comes from the person that you've offended. You get what I'm saying? So when the person that you've uh, offended forgives you, then it's like, okay, all right, yeah, you know, like we're moving forward. I yeah, I think there's two two sides to that. But mm-hmm. at least the way that I'm seeing it is you owning your mistake and you saying, you know what, like, because you cannot be redeemed from something that you don't accept. Sure. Like, how what is he being redeemed from if mm-hmm. he thinks he didn't do anything? Mm-hmm. He's not being redeemed. But if you accept your role then then is when you know a rehabilitation comes redemption you go you go through your own counseling as a predator you you know to be healed but if you're not owning up to it if you are not you know accepting your role your faults there's no redemption to be had that's what i think is the problem with Kavanaugh. he had an entire fit he turned up and all of these a lot of these predators they turn up they have fits they say no 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 it wasn't me and then I'm not going to forgive that. What what am I forgiving? You're not even saying you're sorry. I'm not you're not redeemed in my eyes. Nigga, you say you I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I like you didn't even you didn't even think you don't even think that you did anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like it's just causing more harm, more trauma. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. I think but the also the issue is kind of on the other spectrum of it is that there are going to be people that never admit to it. Yeah. And so the forgiveness will not come from, like, you know, having to hear mm-hmm. you admit. Yeah, facts, facts. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. and I know you know that, but it's just like, yeah. it's the redemption is kind of also like for you in the process because, well, or that, yeah, the victim. victim. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Redemption not with the, the, not the redemption right. on there. So it's like, yeah. cause, cause if you were saying from the perspective of there's no redemption, if you don't own up to it yeah. and then it's just like, okay, I just think about like when you hear about like like ex cons and stuff that get out and then they're labeled as a sexual predator. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what if this individual is really trying to change, mm-hmm. but because they're, and again, it's it's learned. It's you know, if you never took accountability, like you know, if you never learned it or if it was never talked about, it was never addressed. So you're gonna think in your mind you did nothing wrong because that's what you learned or that's what you were taught and sometimes it takes you know sessions and classes and therapy and counseling for the individual to come to terms now there are sociopaths and narcissistic people so mm-hmm. those people will never ever think anything they do is wrong it's always about them you know so that's just a small spectrum of it but um you know the 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 aspect of when i think of somebody that's an ex-con ex-child molester ex-pedophile like you know those individuals may not have admitted before in the sense of Kavanaugh, but going forward you know they're trying to do life again you know really trying not to you know commit these cases but when an individual is still being labeled as that you know it kind of like follows them so it's kind of like with Kavanaugh I mean my man's is gonna have the people that support him and he's gonna have the people that are like you're disgusting and you're sick and that's just kind of going forward for him that's just what the consequence is some people are gonna think he can get the redemption and some people are gonna be like no, never ever again in your life, you know. So I get what you're saying, but there's just going to be some people that never common sense want to have a grown adult conversation. Yeah, admit yeah, it, yeah, yeah. they're never going to. 
that, yeah, I mean, and that's just in everything. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be someone who didn't murder them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if the glove don't fit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you must have quit, yeah, you know? Right, yeah. Like, stuff like that is always yeah. going to be. But I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about, oh, redemption for the predator. I don't mm-hmm. think that, you know, um, I do think that there's redemption for everyone. And, right. You know, nobody is damned, mm-hmm. you know, when you make a freaking mistake. But you, what it is is that you have to own up to your mistake, mm-hmm. even, like, either immediately or when you're confronted with it. Otherwise, you a sucker. Yeah. And it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Yeah. What's done in the dark. Is that a scripture? I don't know if that's a scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's done in the dark is going to come to light. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think you're saying it in, like, a paraphrase. Oh, but, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, thank you, lovely ladies, for joining us on this very insightful conversation. Very, um, very good, very needed, I think, in this time um, to address some of these issues and to just speak on it. And I thank you guys for joining us at the table and really discussing those things. Um, I'm going to open the floor one more time for you guys to give your final thoughts. Hey guys, it's your girl Mo Diggs. Um, you guys can follow me on everything at Mo Digger. And my podcast is A Convo with Mo Podcast. I have some featuring Lawrence. Um, and that you can also follow that at, uh, at A Convo with Mo on Instagram. Um, my last remarks are, you know, if you are, this podcast is to encourage any survivor, any victim um, of sexual assault or rape. And if you have, um, you know, been assaulted and you don't have anyone to talk to, I know I'm a stranger, but you can talk to me, you can DM me, and we can chat through it, um, seek somebody, talk to somebody, talk to God, you know, get some help, because, you know, it wasn't your fault, it's not your fault, somebody did a heinous thing to you, and, but it does need to be dealt with, like Brooke said, it is something, it's not something that you should just hold on to, and keep in your heart, and take with you to the grave, if not dealt with the accuser, your issues, your, your trauma should be dealt with, um, that's all I have to say, guys. Thank you so much for having me, Lawrence. All right, guys. Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram, majorly underscore loved. And I have my uh, blog site that is majorlyloved.com. And also, um, kind of just touching on with Mo and Lawrence were saying, you guys are not the victim. I mean, not like it's not your fault um, if you are a victim of sexual assault, but um, definitely there are sinners there are resources out there to help you um do not feel trapped do not feel alone there are people that do want to hear your voice and do want to hear your story and do not be discouraged by the outside forces that discourage you from trying to seek help i just think that at first there should be counseling so i definitely think that you should um i'll start uh that there is counseling so i definitely highly 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 recommend it um and counseling is not a punishment it's definitely something that is going to be liberating and if not just take the little steps to get help don't have to start too big just start off small and uh yeah love you guys um my advice to um the men out there that have been survivors of sexual assault and whether it was a male or a female that touched you whether you liked it or you didn't like it i believe that it is something that should be addressed um something that you should talk to somebody about um some do some man some male that you feel comfortable expressing these things with and discussing these things and truly getting healing 
for some of these things as men i think it's very crucial that i believe that it starts with us first that when we we hear these dudes that say you know um you know hate that disrespect women and uh, treat women not as the queens and the in the image bearers of god that they are um that we should correct them and check them and stop the toxic masculinity with ourselves not only with ourselves but with other males and i think it's not a uh, toxic masculinity is an attack on men or attack on maleness or stopping you from being a man but what it does is it, it's a um, it's an attack on unhealthy behaviors that causes damage to the women and to the future daughters of of the of the of these women that are are equal that are our benefactors they just carry a a feminist a feminist um personhood that was given to them by the by the creator god but that doesn't make them any less than um when it comes to those different when it comes to those things and i think it's truly when we address those things when we as men check other men then um we will begin to see um I think more less of well I'm not going to say we're going to see less of the issue because this is a sin filled world so we're going to continue to see it but we'll see um, more healthy relationships more healthy conversations more healthy um, confessions more healthy confessions when it comes to um, these things Um, so uh, thank you guys for joining us on the podcast thank you for listening Um, you can follow me at King Since Birth um, follow the um, IG um, at True Light Productions um, for more um, pro- um, creative content to come into the future. Um, by now, by the time this podcast get out, it should be November and you guys should have gotten out to go vote. And so hopefully my prediction comes true is that the House and the Senate is all blue and the, uh, and the presidency is red. But we praying, but... Uh, Hopefully they ain't another surprise when we wake up on the on the seventh and it's red, red, red all over. <laughs> we might need to just if it's red, 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 we might need to right. We need to pray and get the blood and get the blood of Jesus to red, red, red because I don't know what we're gonna do. But um, God bless you guys. Thank you for listening and. Um, we oh oh don't forget to follow like comment share tell your cousin comment talk to us tell us what you think share with somebody yeah all of that all of that and support the thing support (laughs) (laughs) all right peace y'all